Hi, and welcome home. My name is Roxy, and it is a real pleasure to meet you here again. Every week, I bring amazing people that created masterpieces with their lives. This conversation would not be about how they did it, but about who they had to become, to be an energetic match to the life they are living now. We will tune into the stories, the journey, the duality, and what makes them who they are. So through this episode, may your inner self be revealed to you, and let's return home. Hey! Hello, Hello, everyone. Hello, Shush. Hello, Shoshana. Um, I'm going to say it again, like, thank you. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for offering us this gift of your presence today and this conversation we're about to have. I'm so happy, so happy you're here. And all you look right now, all this, I know the behind the scene because we are in the same mastermind. So I know like the feeling and what was happening and I can't wait for a conversation to just unfold more about everything that happened in your world. But before opening the conversation, I'm just going to introduce you to everyone in here, in replay, in the podcast, in here, in the Sacred Heaven group, so we can all be in touch with who you are and just set the table of who is this gorgeous human being and goddess right with us. Ready for this? Okay, so here's the introduction. Shoshana helps heart-centered entrepreneurs step into their authentic feminine leadership and build thriving online businesses. She's here to guide you with a blend of soul and strategy. She does that without the icky homogenization and salesiness common in the industry so you can cut through the noise and carve out an authentic path. She believes that one of her greatest gifts is to see the potential in others that they often don't see in themselves. And now I'm going to introduce you from my own heart, my own embodiment, my own way of seeing you and loving you and sharing this connection with you. And I really wanted everyone to know that why I decided to bring you here is, first of all, this connection that we, the first time we saw each other, like we would just, actually, the first thing you said to me is, hello, what's your sign? <laughs> Who are you? What's your sign? What's what's your sun? What's your what's your moon? And like this is how we connected. And I knew it's gonna be like a beautiful relationship, like in the depth of like everything in the multidimensional being that we are. And I think what I love the most about you, there's so many parts and there's so many moving parts of everything that I love about you. But I think it's 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 the bridge between the sky and the heaven that you bring in here, like this this part where we feel so home, but we feel home in this earthy abundance that exists in here but at the same time we feel multi-dimensional with you and this this easiness and innocence that you hold inside that is so for me it's like remembering home like the joy and the innocence and this this space of love and magnetic that exists and the connection with the body that i believe so strongly but at the same time the ambitious the vision the devotion to the soul and going big and just letting the legacy just speaks through us there's so many moving parts of why i love you but today i really wanted to bring the full of you and the first thing that comes through is in your bio the the last time i saw it you were loving to talk about the shame, the humiliation. You were calling yourself like the shame slayer, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we start? I'm <laughs> happy this is recorded because I want to go back and just bask in all of your <laughs> all of your words. What an introduction. I know it's just telling you before we went live, like how much I adore you and like the the home that you bring into every place that you walk and like your power and your fire and your heart and your softness. And that's why I asked you 
what's your sign? Because I felt this, like this watery element to you like this. My dad is really big into astrology. So he would always go with element first. And he's like, you know, the fire and the water, they've got this, this presence, this heart, like this, this feeling like you just want to hug. And I really felt like I just want to jump through the screen and hug this person. She must be a water sign. (laughs) And then of course you're Pisces, you're the mystic, you know, the teacher, the last in the Zodiac. And yes. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. I love it. And can we start with that? Everyone is saying hello, 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 hello. I'm so excited to be here. Hello. So everyone is joining us right now. And I want to start with that, the humiliation, the shame slayer. Okay. I really want to start with that because I think as a woman, this is something so like I never met a woman that never went through some kind of releasing healing that comes with the shame or humiliation this is so strong for us i think as feminine leader and that comes with speaking your truth and let's start with that like what was the calling to go through that what was the story behind that oh my gosh yeah this is why and i that my my work is all based on vulnerability and authenticity and shame slang like when i think about my mm-hmm. movement is about um, alchemizing fear and shame and it's called living brave is my brand so it's Mm. really about walking with our fear right like bravery is it would be confidence if there was no fear and so we do something again and again and again it becomes confidence because it's compounded Mm. bravery. and so that walking with our fear I think we all fear because of so many different reasons but the society that we live in the things we're told the stories that we tell ourselves we're all born with this innocence and with this sense of confidence and then create a sense of shame of lack of feelings of inadequacy of unworthiness Mm -hmm. and for so long I lived with this conditional confidence with this um, Mm -hmm. validation from sources outside of myself and I was traveling the world and freelance writing and it just took one diagnosis Um, general herpes, HSV. It's very common all around the world, but um, it's fascinating to know it's actually two in three people who have HSV one or two. Um, One in four New Yorkers has HSV two. So it's like general herpes, something I was scared of my whole life, you know, and it's so tied to sexual shame and shame around our womanhood. And in one second, my world just like my whole identity, everything like so shameful I felt so dirty I felt so like it was the end of my life and for someone who had been practicing yoga meditation um you know creating the freedom lifestyle it's like wow there's clearly a lot of shadow a lot of shame a lot of trauma that is unconsciously holding me back and if I believe that this is the end of my life and um that I'm unworthy now because of something as common as a skin condition then I have to start looking at the stories that I'm carrying around myself and me as a woman and my worth in the world. And I found that these stories were passed down to me for many generations and through that, and it wasn't automatic, but through that journey of really claiming my deepest, darkest secrets and really looking at my shadows and deciding that I'm going to be someone who walks around the world with nothing to hide. Like there is nothing can find out about me that's not in a podcast episode you know like (laughs) I to hide and like the things that we think make us less than really are the source of our greatest power really owning Mm. this diagnosis it's 
it's more than HSV. I launched the podcast. I had no intention to monetize it. It was like, and maybe someone listening to this and Roxy, you could relate. It's like, if I don't share my story, I'm going to pop. Like, I know I could save at least one person's life because people go into depression and just suicidal thoughts, like about something as common mm -hmm. as HSV. And so I just went public about my story and about really using vulnerability as a superpower um, because I had gone on a big journey of sharing with every guy I'd ever dated and everyone I was romantically interested in to practice. It was called the Vulnerability Project to practice telling my deepest, darkest secret. And I was so activated. I didn't want it to end. I was just like... Oh my God, like I was the one holding myself back. Everyone like loves me and wants to be my friend. Like people are telling mm. me their stories. I'm feeling seen for the first time. Like I'm feeling real hugs for the first time. And that's when that was episode one of the podcast. And I swear I had no intention of a business. So I wasn't trying to position myself in any way. I was just like, let's slay shame, access true connection, limitless potential. And from there, all of my jobs started to fall away. People started reaching out. I was basically like free coaching, you know, because so many people were living in the dark, whether it was HSV or something about, you know, abortion or someone in their family or this deep, dark secret that mm -hmm. they had or something that they feel. If only they knew, then they would reject me when it's like, who would you be? How powerful could you be if you had nothing, if you had no shame around who you were, if you could own every part of you so that we can get past that like what's on the other side of the shame story the other side of the pain it's like oh, mm -hmm. like limitless limitless <laughs> potential so ah uh, that is my favorite favorite thing to do is like really help people just get past feelings mm -hmm. like they have anything to hide and that everything that you hold sacred and private because we're still allowed to hold things sacred and private that's from an empowered place not because you're afraid of being found out it's just some things are sacred yeah. and private but you have ownership of them right oh i love that sweet difference between holding in from pure desire to be yours and just hiding it that's yeah. not the same that's not the same frequency at all and so many times with social media it's easier to just say oh i'm just keeping input to myself are you really or oh, you're holding it you know you're, you're, you're hiding behind the thing just because I think what's the conversation I had, I, I love it. I love everything that you said. And I didn't know that was how everything started. I actually didn't know that was the beginning of, of everything for you. And it, it, this is the magic of like really following the calling, how much it just unfolds a new path. You know, you don't have to predict it. You don't have to control it. You don't have to plan it. You go for it. You walk through it and just look where you are now, like building this life of like freedom and like truth and deep connection with the truth and everything. It's like anyone that doesn't know you, I'm just going to state this. If you enter her world, you will see how much there is never, I think from the bottom of your intentionality and consciousness, there's always this desire to be one with others too. Like there's no walls like you're not afraid to like this is just so extraordinary the way you hold yourself and you connect with people because when we enter your world it's like I don't want to separate myself from you I don't, I don't want to build a wall between each other I'm okay with who I am I welcome you with the fullness of who you are what exists in me exists in you you know and that's just so powerful and it shows so much the the openness and the healing because 
it's terrifying when you're not in peace with part of yourself to show it and let people come in, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's such a beautiful reflection. Thank you for sharing that. Because it's the truth, <laughs> like being in mastermind yeah. and being in community. And that's what I love about community building. It's like, yeah, I am so grateful to lead this movement and to create. And I know my work is extraordinary and you know your work's extraordinary, but that doesn't mean it's, better or we're better it's like totally eliminating the hierarchy and the pedestal and like getting in spaces where you get up close and we mm. all like have so many of the same fears and so many of the same dreams and we all like when we really are brave enough to look at our conscious unconscious desires and what we've been through like ah oh, we have so much potential like every single person I truly believe in the limitless potential of all people and I think that's we talk about this a lot that's one of the greatest things you can really have you know as a mentor as a coach it's like my job is to believe in your like limitlessness because if I could go mm -hmm. from someone lost and confused you know in toxic relationships hating my body eating disorder like feeling like a, a fact about my sexual health was the end of my life and love life juggling eight side hustles dog walking beer tending like you know and I could be here and I'm like oh my gosh I'm like living in my dream house I'm talking to this beautiful soul sister like oh my gosh like I lead this community like I just took my whole family on vacation. Like, that's all I want. You know, we all just want our relationships to be thriving. You know, my parents mm -hmm. have struggled for a long time. And like now being able to take them on vacation, that's how I want to celebrate my 30th birthday. I'm like, bring it on. Like, how good can this get? And, and yet, you know, having people like you who are able to talk about the, the fact that gosh, the human comes with us, you know, and that it's like, yes. it's okay. And I, I'm here for the challenge. I'm here sometimes for the struggle. I'm here for the quantum crumble that comes with the quantum leap. Like, you know, sometimes <laughs> it's painful, but if you breathe into the pain, it's like, gosh, we're alive, you know? And I yeah. think sometimes there's this conscious desire for change, but a subconscious desire for everything to stay the same. And like everything to be known. And so to bravely walk into the unknown and just like oh, with mm. arms open, you know, we all have that potential, but it really, it takes, it takes a practice and it takes having people who've walked the path before you and sisters. Is yeah. I love it. I love it so much. And like the void that comes on the other side of it, because we build identity around it. We build this kind of space into which like, I remember like I, for me, my shame was, I'm telling you, I don't know if I ever tell, told you that story, but I really thought that there was this kind of evil living in me. Like there was something toxic in me. Like I, I thought that I was really a bad person deep down at my core. Like I'm like, I cannot allow my joy and my sacral energy and my fire to come through because there's a moment where there's a limit into which if I go through that, I became toxic or wrong or like a bad person. So I was really terrified for the level of power we were holding inside. It was really primal. And what I realized during like when you breathe into this and you let yourself go through it and you meet the fear and you meet this, this potent energy that lives inside of you, what I realized it, it was not the conscious energy that comes with the sacral. It's when it comes un, unconscious, you know, this part of us that sometimes disconnect 
but feels alive. You know, that feels so primal, so just human, no consciousness holding it. I was terrified by that part of us. And because I was terrified by my own power, I was projecting it on others. You know, afraid of people's power when they are unconscious, when they disconnect with the human. Like I, I was terrified by it. Terrified. And I think it's so, it's so powerful, Roxy, like to Mm -hmm. do that work and realize, and I know some of our conversations have been around, like we are everything and our ego, it tries to protect us from that at all costs. It's like, we try so hard, you know, and the Mm -hmm. personal brand is really like, it's, it's art, you know, it's like my identity and it's curated and I love it. It's a piece of art, but the Mm -hmm. core of all spiritual teachings is like, you are the unborn, unborn. And consciousness self that experiences your transformation mm. you know and so to look at like gosh I am everything like that person on the street yelling like I am that person the community who's projecting onto you I am this I am this I am the family member that doesn't get me like I see it mm. because there's a part of me that is we are everything. And so to have awareness and say, oh, there are shadows that live within me. Like there is a part of me that understands evil there that has an awareness and chooses love and chooses Mm -hmm. to craft who I am and chooses who I'm being in every moment. And that's such a gift. And I think that's like, they talk about the Jedi ninja skills of like seeing beyond people's responses to you. And instead Mm -hmm. of going through life, just reacting to people, Having yeah. the awareness to see through because you see yourself in them and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. this is pain. I know pain. This is fear. I know fear. This is hate. I've known that. And I can see so much that the way this person is responding to me, their outer reality matches their inner reality. Mm-hmm. And I can have strong boundaries and love and compassion and move, but to see yourself as part of everything and to eliminate judgment and, and have more compassion and yes, higher standards and boundaries for what we surround ourselves with and what we tolerate and how we treat people. Right. But being able to really look at the not so pleasant things is a, is an absolute, absolute superpower. Yeah. I love it. I love it so much. And I love about where, when you really understand the mirror of things, it's not like go beyond the veil of projection. That person is projecting this thing about you, but what it is really like at the bottom of it, like it's a, can you have compassion for hate? Because you can recognize yourself hating things, you know, like it's like this recognition going beyond the 3D reality that this person is projecting. Like she's in fear. I know fear. I know fear. I know what it is. Remember when I had the conversation about walking on fire? When I really like that, that, when it it computed, like when it conceptualized in my head, the moment I walk on fire, I realized I was alive. This is where I could see fear everywhere, but also see potential and bravery everywhere. It's like, you know, the feeling in your body that you feel right before walking on fire and really believing that you're going to die and you survive it because you actually walk through it and you walk on fire and and you're still alive and you're actually rebirthed by the fire that you walk through. Everything is like that. 
everything, every little fear. And when you allow yourself to see the bravery in others because you're brave enough to walk on fire, like this is why we we activate by our own presence and our own bravery and our own remembering in others so they can remember what exists in us and in them. Absolutely. And that it's just such a testament to why you are where you are, right? And like, I think sometimes we're looking for the hack and the secret, like we both have grown really fast or my business has grown really fast and in ways that aren't really normal. And it's like, instead of talking about this is what bravery is and here's why it's important. It's like, here's Mm. me raw, vulnerable, like tears down my eyes, no filter, like telling you the depths of my soul and not just that, but like having the courage to walk through it with the lesson. And a lot of Mm. people ask me like, how do you lead when things are hard? Or how do you lead when you're going through it? And I feel like that's when my leadership is most powerful. But it's only because there's that my business, my mission is that third entity that's like holding my human. Mm. My human is like, who are you going to be through this? Like, how are you going to teach through this? How are you going to lead through this? And through like the aliveness of your embodiment, right? Like if we're talking about using our voice and going after our passions, like the way to market that, the way to, to gather people around your movement is just to follow your passion and use your voice, like sing online, you know, like do the thing that doesn't make sense. Like you want to talk about innovation, go innovate. And you don't need to explain innovation. You just innovate. And people are like, oh, can you help me activate my creativity? You're an innovator. And I think that's Mm. sometimes it's like, let me let me go through it and be so aware to the thoughts and the feelings and the fear and the aliveness that I feel so that when a client is going through the same thing, I'm not intellectualizing it. I'm like, I was, I was just there. And I think sometimes we miss that point about our, our yes. work really initiating us. Like everything is initiation so that I may actually teach it from an embodied place like instead of how do I call in high level clients it's like how do I walk myself through the kinds of situations and the kind of experiences and the kind of conversations that that type of client is actually going to learn from and want to be a part of Mm, that right here for everyone to remember that like it has to be on a cool so somewhere else we're going to repurpose it in the real or something like it's not about oh can I call higher clients how can I walk through the things that I, your clients, walk through? Mm-hmm. Mm, this right here. And what I realized also, it's like in this, like y- the way I was receiving so many downloads at the same time that you said that, so my voice just <laughs> shattered. It's just so many moving parts. But like, I think what most people, and I think it's this is why we are where we are. There's a moment, and I, I don't know if you remember when, but I, I can't remember clearly the moment that I release any need to be, it's not just the proving part. It's more like the need to be about the business and the growth where I realize the more I become, the more comes. Like the more I'm elevating my life, myself, my own love, my own joy, my own life, my relationship, for I always teach through my relationship with my husband. You know it. You know how much it's connected. But like who I became as, as, as a human and like the healing that comes through this relationship has unfolded a new level in my business every time. So it's 
so connected like this and, and the more I read the more I read about twin flame and the the balance of polarities and how much it has just unfolded and it shows in my in my marriage and, and through my relationship with my husband and with my kids and like this embodiment is actually what define where you are and where I am and people that are leading from really true devotion to the soul and, and the embodiment of our teaching and releasing it and yeah, there, there's so many things that they are showing me through. And was there any moment, it, it comes right now in my head, where I'm computing it? Okay, I know how to, to ask the question now. Like, when it was. This is when you know we've got a connection because, like, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> like, was there a moment? Because when we go through it, okay? And it's because I was I was catching the collective of the one listening right now. Where's there a moment where it went on the other side of the spectrum where the embodiment became so much about, you know, you need to embody for you to teach because it's part of your value where living was now just becoming a service instead of a, a living, a, a liveness. Does it make sense? Am I asking right my question? I, I, think, I, I think I'm getting you here. I think the, the moment where I really had... And I love when you're speaking about devotion and you bring in your work with your partner, because for me, my journey of relationship, I went through a heartbreak a year and a half ago, out mm. a little more, probably at, at 18 months. And it freaking, it shattered my whole world. It was such mm. a phoenix rising. Oh my gosh. But like doing all of that work and, you know, being in partnership yeah. now and, I always bring in, like, I love bringing in the work and feminine masculine energies, our devotion and looking at like the feminine mm. energy of commitment as devotion. And I think we've only really learned this as women as discipline. Like mm. I, I, we all reject discipline. So a lot of people are afraid of responsibility and afraid of, um, afraid of discipline, which is like following through out of fear versus devotion, which is this feminine energy of like in service to love and in service to connection. And so I love that you you brought in that devotion because for me, what I'm, I'm hearing when it comes to art, and I think all spiritual teachings teach us that there's the one who's living and the one who's observing the one living, right? Mm -hmm. Like my teacher Muji is the first one who introduced me to this. Like there's the bird on the lower branch and then the bird watching that bird and the and it's like, you start to observe your experience of your life. And I think that's why so many artists are spiritual. It's like, when you're an artist, when you're a writer, when you're a painter, when you're a poet, you're always mm -hmm. living your life. But it might scare people at first when there's this other sense of you that's like, yes, you're having a breakdown and your knees are on the earth and you're crying and you're in so much pain. And remember how this feels. And what did they just say? And you're like living your life, like, cause you're going to, to contribute. And because it's art, you know, you're, you're living mm. the art, you're living the, you're living the work. And I think that's one of the greatest gifts because it separates you from your experience. I think it's a very spiritual practice. I think it's harmful for people. And I definitely felt that the most during my breakup when I realized, oh, my business, my mission is not something that's distracting me, is not something that I can't show up in when I'm going through a hard time. This is the way that I'm getting through this. Like this is the way I'm going to quantum heal. Like I don't need to rush my healing, but mm. 
I'm going to show up and walk through this the way that I want to tell the story, you know, and I think the reason my community is so excited now with me moving in with my partner and like traveling with my partner, they saw me knees on the earth. They saw me show up in my tears and I didn't have to go through the details of what was happening and just be sad and ask them to hold me. But it was like, mm-hmm. Hey guys, this is what's going on. And here's how I'm walking through it. And the seven months in between, like, they were here for that soul journey of like moving homes and going to Hawaii and like healing. And so now it's just so beautiful to, to do life together. Like you're doing life with other people. And that said, mm. I think it can go far on the other side when you start to set out to create content versus what I love to do, which is I just focus on really making memories and the best memories become my content or like in that mm. moment, if I'm like, Oh Yeah like I'll remember it later and I'll write about it or someone just takes a little B-roll and these, this is what my reels are. It's not like, okay, let's go do this because we need to write a story about it. It's like, let me live the fullest life I can live. I would be talking about this stuff, whether or not I ever got paid for it. And then my Mm -hmm. business extension of it. But I think when people start to flip and they, they prioritize like for other people, what do I need to say to make them do something, feel something, you know, Mm. and it's like priorities start to shift, then it can feel like you're just living for the business, living for the content. Instead, it's like living because how much life could we fit into this life? And then everything just easily flows out of that. It's like, you know, pop on in the morning and you share a story and you share a post and you show up for your clients. And it's like 24 hours in a day when you're in flow and in alignment is so much time, especially if you like get the support yeah. and stop the overthinking. I love it. The now moment is infinite and it creates so much space in the day when you really focus on making the joy. And I remember, I love that you talk about this because there's so many, because it's, it's kind of mainstream now that the embodiment of your work, right? Like it's, it's not new or not like, it's conscious and it's mainstream that we not, are not in the, the age of information anymore. I think people that comes into our world and the, the community and the mainstream go, knows it, right? But what we see, the tendency is more like living now for the embodiment of your teaching instead of being so that you can teach and you can do that. And I remember myself because I'm not saying it like separating myself. I remember, I think it was two years ago. And every time I was doing something, my mind, the moment I was really tuning into the now, you know, like the joy, mama went, okay, make it practical. Now make it, make it, make it purposeful. Talk about it. And then it was just getting me out of the way. Like it was always like, whoa, like make a, like bring purpose to it. You cannot just bring joy. Now talk about it, share about it, do a post about it, show something about it. And for me, it was really this releasing of like, I don't feel significant only for my, my joy. You know, I don't feel alive. There was this missing, like this, my mind wanted to make it so practical, the joy and the freedom and the limitless that exists in me. It's like, no, no, you cannot just be limitless. You have to have a purpose of serving so you can just, and then it became so much a machine, you know, and you get caught up. It's not like I'm doing it consciously. It was more like, let's make it practical. Let's make it practical. Let's make it practical. And somehow living your life is just like draining as fuck. Even the joy moment is not even joyful because it's a mission. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when you realize like, I love this. And sometimes I feel so resonant with what you said. Like, (laughs) 
sometimes I, you just want to say like, gosh, why are we taking it so seriously? You know? And <laughs> I remember some yes. my former partner once said to me, like, it's like nothing matters, but everything is so deep for you. And I was like, ah, oh, thank you. That's like the best compliment, <laughs> you know, because I want to, and sometimes my partner now will say, what is it like to be in your head, like in your body? You know, and I'm just like grinding up on him in the morning or like, making a song saying something funny it's like to be a kid to play that is purpose in itself you know Mm -hmm. and yes maybe some people aren't ready for it or it feels like they've been told so much to just be an adult and not play that it's like gosh seeing you do that it's so painful to see how I've rejected that and so I'll rather make you Mm -hmm. wrong than question my right but for a lot of people it's it's such, I've had people tell me like, just seeing that you can actually be goofy and playful and like, and you can be the kind of CEO you want to be. You know, yesterday I was at the airport in Mexico and I literally just left my bag outside and my partner was like, I think you're built to be famous. <laughs> you just left your bag on the street. The guy ran back in and I like, didn't even realize until I was at the counter, you know, like I'm like a kid in ways. And I think yeah. it's so, it's so wonderful. Like, that in itself is just to bring joy to people because life is we're here i think the meaning of life is is to live the full spectrum of human emotion you know which includes some of the harder emotions and like especially women we are Mm -hmm. portals to all of the feeling but the joy if we're able to be sad for no reason, which we've got to learn how to do, I'm like, you better believe I'm going to be happy and joyful and ecstatic and dancing for no reason. And I knew we were soulmates when I saw you having a dance party on one of your calls. I was like, yes. <laughs> I love starting with that. I love just like the elevating the vibration. Joy is one of the highest vibrating feelings. And it's like, you can just yeah. make someone's day. And I, we're, I think we manifest so much from, gratitude yes and presence and but that joy that bliss of just if you really like you said the Mm -hmm. now is infinite if you really look around like the air the sun on your face snow outside like the opportunities just there's so much abundance in the now so much to be joyous about and you know it's so many there's so much abundance of feeling (laughs) in this moment I love it and yes and and this is what I was saying like in the now there's infinite and you can choose you can choose and I'm alone in Jamaica you know and people are always saying you're brave and for me I'm like no, you don't get it. It's not about bravery. It's about fun. It's about meeting myself, discovering who who I became. Because what I realized, and this is what I was sharing, like super vulnerably, like it's been a long time since I take a moment without the kids, without the interruption, and without everything going on with my life, with the responsibility, moving, the immigration. You get, you can't get caught up with the to do list and everything. I'm like, who am I? Who have become? During this whole process, it's been a moment that I I didn't even sit with myself, you know. I want to come in here and just meet myself. And today, all morning, I was really connecting with the vibe of you and everyone. And I was on my chair and I was putting like ecstatic, tantric music in my ear. And I was just closing my eyes and dancing. And people were joining me saying like, where's the drug? And I'm like, I'm not on drug, you know. I'm not on drug. I'm just high on life, you know? Like I'm I'm happy. I'm having fun. They're like, but where's the drug? I'm like, 
there's no drug, there's no haka right now. I'm just having so much fun with my body. I'm just dancing, feeling the air, being in the ocean. And somehow I was so much in the moment and I was sitting in the ocean, you know, where you, you start like really like at the shore. And, and the, the wave was coming through and I was trying, and, and I started making a beat with the waves and I was like, oh, that's fun. And I started dancing and there was no music in my ear. It was just me and the ocean making music together and was like having fun with it. But I felt so connected with the infinite at that moment and so joyful. And then something popped my head. What if you, you go get a massage and out of nowhere, there's a woman comes to me. Hey, there's a massage if you want to. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to come. Thank you. And like this opening feel of miracles and abundance that exists when you really connect with the joy. I love gratitude. I love this privilege and the honor we feel and the wellness that exists. But when we tune even more with the joy also, I think it's like this perfect recipe of cocktail of like magic, you know? Yeah. I love it. Oh, I love this too. And it's, it's so beautiful because it's priceless. Like you can, you can use this wherever you're at in the world. I had a whole class that I, I had a client say something like, I feel like we're on the chill rocket ship. And I was like, that's a class. Like it's just <laughs> this thing. And it's kind of, it's joyous. It's fun. It's playful. But in the big world, your team just sends gives access to your entire community to all your paid programs, let's say, or sends the wrong email, or, you know, like you're supposed to be somewhere in the world or it's the weather has to be perfect and it's a monsoon and you're out there and it's cold and you've got, you know, all your technologies out and you just ask yourself in that moment, how chill could I be? Like, <laughs> really, this is a practice I do. How chill could I be right now? Like, yeah. how could I surprise myself in the world with how mm -hmm. I act? So that people are like, aren't you stressed? Like, that's my favorite thing to do. It's just like, who could I be in this moment? How could I release control? Like, yes, how joyful could you be? How relaxed could I be? This is all priceless. Like, this is all mm -hmm. accessible to us right now in the moment. I play this game all the time. And I highly recommend having a partner for this game. Like, <laughs> someone who, when you're like, life is trying to get, get to you, there's like, how chill could you be? What happened? You know, like asking you those questions and helping you stay on track. And I think that's what, that's what we do for each other. Right. And, and creating from that, that space, because I want to, I think that's a lost art. Sometimes when people move their art into business, it's like all of a sudden it's very logical mm -hmm. and very, does this make sense? And where does this serve in the product suite? And does, what about the, it gets very like versus, when you have an idea and it feels like this would be so much fun, like mm. it's going to be fun for you to share whether or not anyone comes, like you are just going to have a party. You just got to send mm. a note, make a page, have a way for people to pay you and just do it. And I think some people look at me and they're like, how are you always launching so much stuff? And I'm like, I just get the idea. I'm like, this is going to be awesome. And I have yeah. fun with it. And I think that's how you break out of the matrix. Yes. Quantum leap. It's like less thought, less does it make sense, and more just this feels really exciting and really fun. Let's go for it. But we have to also learn how to hold the floor, right? It's the more that you cut off yeah. your hard emotions, you cut off the joy. So most people living here, when you mm -hmm. extend it, but it, it goes on both sides, you've got to get good at 
okay, well, I wanted it to be this way. And then it was this way, right? Getting good at the disappointment, getting good at the experimentation and light and not creating all the stories. And so there's a lot of emotional management (laughs) that comes with it. But yeah, like, you know, Brene Brown talks about this and her foreboding joy, you know, and how many people forebode joy because we can't Mm. experience the flip side. And the more you cut off that flip side, the more you cut off the upside. And most people are just quite numb in the middle. Yeah. This is what I always say. It's a balloon. It's not like you're choosing the sign. Like it's the spectrum. You're choosing a spectrum or not. You cannot choose to close your heart to people, to the earth. And, but you let the, the love come in. You're either closed or open, you know, like you put walls or not. Like it's not, you can choose. It's like, how open are you? How open are you to receive, to be, and to sit and to be with the, the emotion and everything that comes through it. And I love it. This, allowing yourself to come through living with the other side of it and this is why i for me i call it like the trial by fire because you receive a calling but you have to let go any expectation of where it's going to take you you have to just trust that the joy would would take you where you you need to go where you want to go and and this is where you release any expectation when it's to step into the unknown walk the void of like why am i having this calling why is it bringing me joy like it's just i'm i'm my job and this is where like this devotion to it is it's easy when you're devoted to, to the joy when you're devoted to, to the soul you don't have to be disciplined when you're you're having devotion you know it's like it's there there's no other choice like why would i choose something else why would i choose to die when i choose to live it's like this this feeling and way of living things it's just it's so easy. Everyone is like, makes so much sense. So true. Yes. Hello, ladies. Just coming in. This conversation is so powerful and beautiful. The connection between you is so beautiful. Oh, my God. You are so powerful. They were talking about you, Shush. Wow. Love it. So many people are loving it. It has been, it's already been like nearly an hour already. <laughs> yeah. It's been, it's been so good. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I... I'm just going to say thank you. Thank you for having coming. There, is there anything you want to just close this conversation with? Yeah, this find find your people. You know, I mm. think part of this that was coming up is like the willingness to again, it's conscious unconscious desire Scorpio season. It's like the conscious desire is to stand out, but subconsciously we all have this tribal root of like wanting to belong and wanting uh, to make everyone comfortable and to really say like Mm. what Roxy and I are saying, which is like, choose the joy and go be blissful for no reason. And when people are like, what kind of drug are you on? And you get this hit to go to Jamaica by yourself and you're like, huh. I'm going to do it right. Like to, instead of making yourself wrong for that, like Mm -hmm. this feeling that I get from a lot of women, like I can't, I can't explain what I do. No one gets me. Like you're not supposed to be explained in an Instagram bio. You're not supposed to like make sense to people. Like instead of like your, your ideas, when you follow your heart and your intuition, it's not supposed to make Mm -hmm. sense to those people. And so instead of, oh my gosh, I'm so weird. There's something wrong with me. No one gets me. It's like owning, 
course you can't figure me out today. Like, of course this makes no sense. I make no sense. I live a meaningful and magical life because I decide to. Like, I have a magic business. Uh, miracles come to me every day. Like, I am not, I am not a normal person. And I think just owning that, you know, I think about my client Hannah, who's like, same thing. She's like, yeah, I got the hit to move to Mexico. She had never been there. And she's like a witch and she's amazing. And she's just owns it. Like, yeah, this is kind of how my life goes. And, you know, I just have seen her step into it so much. So she comes to mind of like, instead of questioning yourself, you're just like, this is the identity mm -hmm. you get to assume, you know, and mm -hmm. really being very, when you're still in that, like, wobbly phase being really careful about who you're sharing with and who you're mm -hmm. right and like when we're thinking about sharing our big dreams and and desires like are we speaking those people who we trust to hold it and who are at a level that we want to go you know who are yeah. when I was deciding to join our mastermind Roxy it was like my partner said have I said, it's kind of crazy. You no. Know? And he said, well, have you consulted with a lot of people at the level you want to go? I was like, you're, you're, you're a keeper. So it's like, what? that's so important. It's just to declare like, yeah. yes, I'm, I'm messy or I'm, I'm, I'm goofy or I'm this or I'm that. And like, I get to bring all of these different parts of myself together and create something that's never existed before. Like I am the niche, like I'm, does this make sense to share? It all makes sense. Like mm -hmm. it all makes sense. The more you can bring the parts of yourself that make the least amount of sense, the more you're going to build a movement and a community and a signature on this planet that no one's ever seen. And that people are going to talk about you at the dinner table and you're going to light up people's world and just keep, connecting with people who spark something within you and I'm just so grateful Roxy for I've been so looking forward to this and like I love that I get to meet I that I get to meet your people and um you know if you if you want to connect or share about the call today I'm on Instagram it's just the same name here Shoshana Raven the little underscore um but I'm sure I'm, I'm excited to collaborate and have you on my podcast Roxy's gonna be on my Yay. podcast so um you'll hear more about that and I hope, you know, for so many of us, like to really look at the long term and really start to, to take this with this long term vision, like you matter and you're building and you're building an impact and you're building a legacy. Like I know Roxy is going to be here in a decade, in two decades. I hope we're just like, we're still here. <laughs> you know, like remember this conversation. I want you to just like feel yeah. that within yourself. Like, gosh, who would I be today if like I'm going to be here? here in 10 years so many people we look to might not you know and so as long as I'm on this planet I'm going to be sharing my voice I'm not going anywhere <laughs> no. um, I'm excited for those of you who feel that fire within you as well I love it thank you so much like I have no words to hand to this this is just extraordinary and I think for everyone you're just the biggest permission that someone can give herself to just go on and don't try to I always say we we are a whole constellation we are the universe of course we don't make sense in a single path we, we cannot we cannot be captured in the human mind like we we are infinite it's it's impossible don't stop trying to make sense just express let yourself be felt let yourself be touched and, and, and activated by and 
it's going to change everything. Thank you so much for everything. My team is uh, putting your link everywhere, your bio. So everyone knows where to join you, to connect with you and have a beautiful relationship with you. Thank you, Shush, again. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you so much. And thank you for anyone that came today and will listen to this in the replay. Bye-bye. If you want to be live in the audience for this conversation or even catch the replay for this one, Join us in my free Facebook group, Sacred Heaven. The link is in the description of this episode. I love you and I can't wait for you to feel how truly beautiful you are.